one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome to Strength to Strength. It's a, a blessing to meet here again uh, this morning with brothers and sisters, uh, really from around the world. Uh, my name is Brian Martin. I'm from State College, Pennsylvania, and uh, I get the privilege of hosting the call here this morning with our brother Josue. Um, Josue and I um, have never met in person. We have um, we would have originally met here on Strength to Strength uh, back last summer. Uh, Josue, I remember you being on for the first time when we had um, a brother from Indonesia on talking about their work at Bible translation there. And that's where I would have seen you for the first time there. And since there's been different interactions uh, with this way and through some of the connections that I know, and of course, he's not been back and forth on WhatsApp some. And so we're looking forward to him sharing about his life journey um, and specifically about serving the king in Mexico. And uh, that's, you know, uh, that's that's what's so exciting about the kingdom of God is is it's, uh, a, a, it encompasses the world and includes uh, people from uh, many different ethnicities and cultures. And, um, and so that's, that's exciting. And our, and our prayer is that, that the kingdom of God will come in, in more people's hearts from, from the, from, from the languages and the people who haven't heard yet. And uh, I know that's on Josue's heart as well. Josue, um, Desires to see the kingdom of God grow and come in new, fresh ways. So I'm certain this morning, as we as we hear um, this brother's testimony, that we'll be strengthened and um, encouraged in a walk with the Lord. So this way, we're gonna have prayer here, and then I'll, I'll we'll just look to you, and you can introduce yourself, and and um, obviously you'll be telling us your story, but kind of give us some of the current um, things in your life, your family, and kind of where you're from there in in Mexico. So before we get started, uh, let's let's pray. And Brother Joe Root, would you mind um, just leading us out in, in prayer? That would be that would be a blessing. If you just hit the mute there towards the bottom, there we go. Yeah, let's lead us in prayer, please. Thank you. Our merciful heavenly Father, we come in Jesus' name this morning, in the power of that name, Father, to ask that you would lift up Brother Josue in the power of your Holy Spirit, to share his testimony. Father, I pray that above all things that you would be glorified through the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in this testimony, and uh, that each of us could learn and receive encouragement from the life experiences of one brother uh, and his family. Father, thank you for Brother Josue. Thank you for this opportunity. Uh, Please bless Brother Brian as he moderates as well. And we commit this time to you, Father, for your glory and in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for each of us and rose again victoriously, that we might also live lives of victory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Brother Joe. All right, Josue, uh, all yours. Okay. So, uh yeah, again, good morning to everyone. Um, it's a it's a blessing to be here. Um, I was just telling Brian that um, I've been to probably two or three um, live strength to strength meetings only, 
uh, most of them have been a blessing, but uh, I usually watch them later on because uh, we are two hours behind. And uh, uh, but even then, like the first one I was on with this brother from Indonesia, that was uh, when I saw the title, I, I, I thought, well, I have to go on this, <laughs> had to, the, to to listen to him. Sure. And it was really a blessing. So, yeah, um, thank you again for being here. And um, I, as as you will hear, I, I speak English. Uh, I may still uh, say a, a word wrong here and there or something. So just bear with me. I'm Mexican and uh, I've actually never been to the States or to any English speaking country for that matter. Interesting. So, um Anyway, I just wanted to. Uh, your, your English, to your have, English is very good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I used to have a bilingual Bible, but uh, I think I gave it to someone. So I just want to read um, very short here a passage uh, from. Um, so I'm I'm reading from my phone, actually, because um, from John, John chapter one. And talking about John the Baptist, it says, um, he was not, it's, uh, John one, uh, chapter one, verse eight. It says, he was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. So, um, yeah, as, as I share, uh, my testimony, um, um, it's really very simple. And, uh, but I want to, uh, to emphasize, uh, Jesus Christ and, and he, him as a light. Uh, one of the first, uh, brothers that I met, um, um, from the U.S., um, I was really excited at that moment with, uh, with, um, Anabaptist teachings and, and I, I got a hold of him and, and I, 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 I was really eager to learn from him, but he told me, okay, I mean, yeah, we can, we can share, but in the end, we are not the light. He is the light. So just follow him. Amen. And, uh, so I just want to, uh, praise, uh, Jesus and, and God. And as, as I share, I am, I am not the light and, uh, uh, I am just uh, trying to follow the light, and, and I want to give testimony of the light, like John the Baptist was was sent. So, yeah, um, I was born in uh, uh, in Mexico City in uh, 1988, um, um, and uh, my 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 dad and my mom are here, by the way. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, uh, I was, uh, a second, uh, generation of, uh, of, uh, evangelical Baptists, which by the way, here in Mexico is not that common. We are still, even though there are, I mean, hundreds of churches, uh, and it's growing. I mean, the, the evangelical church and, and, uh, other type of churches like the JWs and, all sort of churches are growing, but we're still um, mainly Catholic uh, population here in Mexico. So just by definition, almost every Mexican is a Catholic. 
and uh, and uh, they don't really go to mass. They don't really follow, for the most part, they don't follow any teaching or they don't even know a lot of what their beliefs are, but, uh, but they're Catholics by name, you know? So it's, it's, uh, it's not that common, but, uh, there are, there are second and third and probably a few fourth, uh, fourth generation, um, uh, Mexican, uh, Christians or evangelicals here. My wife is also a second generation. So, um, <laughs> As I'm going to tell you, relate to you later. So anyways, um, I was born there. My dad was um, a pastor in Mexico City at the moment. And um, I had a, um, a younger sister. Um, she passed away being very, very little, being a baby. And uh, I was uh, eventually left as an only child. Um which in Mexico is is uh, known to, if you're an only child, you're known to be a spoiled child. Um, however, in my case, uh, I was I was probably spoiled in a few senses. But uh, <laughs> my dad was very was very strong with the with the rod and and uh, with the Bible. So I, I was uh, really uh, I had to walk really straight most of the time. <laughs> uh, Anyway, when, when I was uh, about four to five years old, uh, we came to live from Mexico City here to Tlaxcala, uh, to this um, small state and small city. Tlaxcala has a capital city by the name of Tlaxcala. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, dad was uh, trying to start a, a church. And, um, well, I would say I lived, I lived a happy, happy life. Um, family life and, and with friends and, uh, and church. Um, I started um, having a lot of doubts and fears about my own salvation. Uh, um, you know, at that point, uh, um, it was it was uh, really common to have what they call child evangelism, and uh, I, I I was uh, I was uh, part of that but uh as i started growing up and being a teenager i started to realize that um uh, i was still i was still committing sin and it was not like big sins but it was still sinful things that i was involved in and the more i tried to get rid of that it seems that the more power it got over me and uh, and the more i thought about it the more i i, I thought well I'm going to hell, you know. I mean, I've, I've made the sinner's prayer. I've, I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a lot of things that I'm supposed to do, but, but I, I think I'm going to hell. And uh, I was really uh, afraid of that. I was terrified, and uh, that made me um, search God uh, and try to find some answers. I, I don't think I, I found a lot of answers in, in. In, in my own heart, nor in the Bible at that point, or, or not even in, in the mainstream church. But uh, I try to follow what, what I was taught to the best of my knowledge at the point. Um, however, I, I, kept, I kept on searching, and that search took me through different paths. Uh, it took me to, to, to uh, come across different um, 
different uh, authors and uh, different uh, denominations. Like uh, uh, some of them, I really appreciate. I, I still really appreciate, even though I don't really agree with with them totally. But uh, some of them, I, I really appreciate. Like uh, um, I don't know. Uh, how much you've heard about uh, Watchman Nee. He's a Chinese author, and uh, uh, we came across a, a, a holiness type of uh, movement here in, in Mexico, also. Um, so it was it was a it was a journey, it was a, a search for for the Lord for for truth, and um, eventually, I was uh, 15 years old. Uh, I was. Uh, uh, Doing some homework at, at the moment, and and I came across a website uh, which still is working from from what I understand, and uh, it was uh, uh, some of you are familiar with with this brother. I think at least brother Joe told me he's familiar. Uh, uh, brother Mike Adnip, uh, at least uh, you you may not know him in person, but or, or maybe you do. Uh, I don't have the pleasure to know him in person. So it was his website and, uh, I, I wrote an email to him and, and this is the brother that told me, uh, well, follow the Lord. Uh, he is the light. We are not, you know, and, uh, it seems like every time we, we, we had a little bit of communication. It was not probably a lot, but every time that we had some sort of communication, it was basically through email. He, he really had some, some good words, just simple, simple words, just like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a real encouragement. And, uh, I, I started searching on his website and, and, uh, discovering a few things here and there, um, uh, that, uh, were really interesting, were really challenging. And, um, so I was really excited at, at the moment. And, uh, well, right here, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm actually um, um, synthesizing and, and uh, really omitting a lot of uh, many other details that happened along the way, but uh, they are they're not probably that important for 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 uh, for the uh, for for what I'm sharing. Um, so, anyways, uh, that that uh, happened, and uh, I started sharing that with my parents and and with other people that website um and so yeah uh because of that well, website i was i was able to meet a couple that were were just coming uh for the first time to mexico um and um they were gonna uh they they, they came with the uh purpose uh, uh of starting a church as well and um they were coming from uh from a church in in, uh, in Missouri, which was a, a, a remnant type church at the moment, and um, and so uh, they were uh, probably th- three hours away from from Lexcala. So when they came for the first time, and Brother Mike told me, "Okay, this this couple's going there." Um, well, it was really close. I mean, three hours. It's just like uh, Brother Joe. It's four four hours five. I mean, I didn't really mind even traveling more, but, uh, three hours is, is really close. So, uh, we went, my, 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 my parents and I, we did, we met with, with these brothers and, uh, 
yeah, it was really a blessing. It was really an encouragement. And um, so um, we started little by little, you know, um, a journey of, uh, I mean, my dad was also at, at that point um, um, on some sort of search for, for more, for something more. Um, um, he was uh, like a little dissatisfied with, with mainstream um, Christianity. So, um, and um, that part of that uh, had to do a lot with, uh, with my search as well. I mean, um, I saw his uh, seriousness, you know, in searching something deeper. So um, eventually we, uh, we started um, having contact and started a journey of, of learning a few of, uh, or rather than a few, several of the teachings of Jesus that we were probably not that familiar with, you know, that are not common in, uh, in uh, mainstream Christianity and, um, and just applying them to our lives. Um, I, I started, uh, really, um, um, simply trying to trust the Lord, you know, about this uh, salvation issue that I had had uh, a lot of trouble with, um, uh, many doubts and fears and, uh, just trying to live that, uh, I mean, trust in, in his goodness and in his, uh, and his blood, but at the same time, even leaving that up to him, you know, like I, I saw that he was worthy to be served no matter what. And, uh, that, okay, I'm going to follow him, uh, and, and leave that in his hands, you know? Um, so, um, we started learning, um, quite some, uh, so that's that's the first time we we came across the Baptists um somehow um, um again many things happened there um some of them were out of my hands i was just a young boy and uh, i was probably very mature at the moment not probably i'm sure i was um some others were uh, probably bad 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 choices uh that i made um so um eventually after a couple of years um uh, um trying to learning to follow the lord and and uh and um and being familiar now with um Anabaptist teachings and, and uh all of that um, um I was still having some struggles and uh so I I I but that by that time I was probably already 18 or 19 years old. I had, um, left, uh, high school when I, when I, when I met the brothers, uh, but I did finish like online, um, high school, uh, as I was learning, uh, um, uh, how to be a carpenter or, uh, well, here in Mexico, that's just wood, wood carving or wood, uh, um, making manufacturing furniture. Uh, more than more than uh construction or big things so i was learning that i was working already at that and uh, i i kept on studying online so um which both things uh, i think were very good in, in the long run um um but um well eventually after um several things happened 
I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, um, I'm not being, I'm not giving a lot of details mainly because uh, of time also. It's not that I want to uh, omit anything. I mean, you may feel free to ask anything. But uh, eventually I, I decided to go uh, to Mexico City again to live uh, by myself. I was already uh, um, here. Uh, you are um, old enough. Uh, yeah, you're eight. When you turn 18, you already have like a, your card of um, you can vote and everything. So I was already an adult. I decided to go live there by myself. And uh, and uh, I started um, uh, a chemistry degree and uh, one of the most famous universities here in Mexico, Mexico City. And um, I was still trying to somehow follow the Lord, but I was I was honestly getting colder somehow. And um, and I I again had some confusions there. But um, but anyways, um, I I I I finished my my degree. It was a lot of fun for me i've I've always been really keen on on science and really keen on on uh, different uh, 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 type of research and uh, for me it was a lot of fun so it was just like a, a time of of uh, being by myself I learned how to cook for myself how to take care of myself and different <laughs> stuff it was really fun but uh, but at the same time it was a time of uh, of, of uh, growing uh, uh, farther and farther away from from the Lord, and uh, and uh, I remember that um, as as I started uh, uh, um, getting colder, colder, I I started having issues, um, which I think you've already had people here. I actually I saw the talk. On uh, by uh, by uh, someone here uh, about uh, 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 purity and and uh, and and internet and and uh, pornography and all of that. So I started having issues with that, and it was a real big struggle. It was a huge struggle. Once you start in that, it's it's hard to it's it's virtually impossible to to stop or, or back down. I really regretted a lot um having started um it it becomes uh basically a a vice and 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 you feel powerless before it but um that was just part of it the real issue was not really searching the lord so but 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 I felt powerless you know I I felt for um, I tried at different points of my life uh, at that moment just to to uh quit that uh once and for all and I would manage for for a few weeks or something but, but then again fall into it um and and a few of the things that that uh that were really were really and I'm really ashamed of uh now um, it was not like something scandalous for, for society, but it was really shameful for, 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 for someone that, um, uh, that had professed to be a Christian. I, I didn't really stop professing it. Uh, but, uh, and then, um, um, I was, uh, really smart. So I did start questioning the Bible somehow, you know, um, um, so it was a, a dark time, but eventually, I tried to, to search for the Lord again and, 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 uh, see what he had for me. Uh, I remember trying to read the Bible again and, uh, 
I know by memory a lot of Bible verses, but they would just simply not really come to my mind. And I would try to read the Bible and it was just like, there was nothing there. I felt like, I don't know what I'm doing, you know, reading here or even trying to pray. Um, and, uh, I remember that I was traveling. Um, I, I, I traveled, uh, to, uh, to another state in Mexico, um, also three hours from, from Mexico city. And as I was coming back, I, uh, I'm going to read this verse because it's like a motto for me. Um, this verse just came to my mind. And uh, that, was, uh, that was a real blessing. Um, I think I lost it. I have it in Spanish. But let me look for it in English. That's Jeremiah chapter 29. Verse 13. Some of you probably know it. Um, it says, and you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. So I realized that I, I, up to that point, I hadn't really been searching with, with all my heart. And God is so good. God is, God promises that if we search for him with all our hearts, we will find him. He's not far from us. He's not, you know, I was already thinking that God was a bad guy, you know, like I cannot find him. I, I'm trying to pray. I'm trying to read. I'm trying to forsake sin and it's not working. So God must be a bad guy. But this verse just uh, came to my mind. I, I, I know it by heart, but I kind of forgot about it for a long time. And it just came. I was traveling and, and meditating. And this verse would just like sound in my mind one and uh, over and over again. Praise Lord. And so, uh, when I got home, I just went to a forest and, um, and decided that I was going to, uh, repent and, 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 uh, get right with the Lord. And I, 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 I said, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not coming out of that forest until I, I do that. And, uh, I remember, uh, praying and, and, uh, asking forgiveness and, and repenting of, of many of the things that I had fallen into and, and, and being honest with the Lord and telling him, you know, Lord, I, I don't think I will be able to overcome some of these things. I need your help. You know, I, I desperately need your help. I, I, uh, I, I have to, I need you, you know, and, uh, I remember there praying, uh, I don't know for how long, uh, um, and also committing a lot of things to the Lord, you know, surrendering, uh, uh, even dreams that I had, surrendering them to the Lord and, and, uh, just came out of there. And, uh, I, I knew I, I was at peace with God. I, I didn't, uh, really feel a lot of, uh, uh, something glorious or something as some brothers or people share, but, but I knew, I knew I was at peace with him. And, um, and yeah, from that point on, I, I started, uh, again, um, um, obeying what I knew, what was right. So at that point, um, I decided to come back to Tlaxcala in, in the meantime, while I had gone to college and even, even since before, uh, we, we had, we already had a little church here in Tlaxcala, um, a little Anabaptist church and, uh, 
And uh, so that was all I knew that I, I, I could go back to. So that's what I what I uh, decided to to come back to. It's a it's a uh, a very small group, and it's um, um, not a lot of people. Uh, but that's that's uh, what I knew. Uh, I knew they would help me. I knew they would receive me. And um, actually, uh, the uh, it's under uh, I, I don't know. If, how to say this, but if it's, that's a proper term, but, uh, it, it was under the, uh, umbrella, so to say, of, uh, the, the church of Monet, uh, which, uh, uh, is in, in Missouri. And, um, there, uh, just yesterday, actually, I was, uh, uh, um, remembering a lot of things that happened with, with, uh, brother David, uh, killing. He was the pastor there. Uh, I'll, all of what I've learned from him. And, um, yeah, so that's part of it. That's basically it so far. Um, well, I think it's 30 minutes, probably I have five more minutes to, uh, to share about my wife. Um, I, it's, uh, it's another big story, but, uh, I'm going to try to make it brief. So, uh, when I came back, um, uh, I decided to look for a job here. All I could find at the moment was uh, a teacher and, and professor. I had my chemistry degree, so I was a professor at, at college, and uh, and my wife was actually my student. Uh, that's how we met. <laughs> um, Me. uh, I, she was. Uh, I know. She, I, I knew she was a, a Christian or a, a, from a Pentecostal background. And uh, all of my students knew that I was a Christian. I, I would tell them at the start of the semester and. Uh, and uh, uh, she says that it was really strange to see I was really sober and uh, and uh, and she's she, my beard. I had a bigger beard at the moment and she thought I was a Jew or something. So uh, eventually she was also on her journey. She 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 was uh, she fell into deep sin. Uh, I'm not going to give any details, but uh, um she was she was uh, um, not only in sin but in a in a lot of de- depression. So um, she just got a hold of me. She she knew I was a Christian and and uh, she she thought well this is the professor I may never see him again. So I will just open up with him and and tell him to pray for me. And I said yeah I can pray for you and uh, for sure I can even ask others other people to pray for you other brothers that I know. And, um, she told me a lot of her problems and, uh, all I, I could do was listen and give a little bit of advice. And I, I took her to church and, um, uh, yeah, that, that's from that point on, that started a, a friendship. Um, uh, later on, I mean, she, she was no longer my student. I still kept on working at that place, but we were already like really, uh, close friends and uh, yeah eventually uh, we got married uh, for her it was also a journey of, of uh, learning how to follow the Lord learning how to who to be a wife um, how to be a mother how to homeschool all of that was totally new for her it was foreign to her thought but uh, uh, she she has been a real blessing uh, she has followed me along the way um, and she, I mean, she's, I, I'm sure she's willing to follow me to the end of the world. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, right now, as of perspectives for the future, well, we just want to 
serve the Lord in whatever way we can. Um, 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 I'm, I, I have a real, uh, big passion for missions ever since I was a teenager and, and uh, since I was a Baptist, especially for missions in the Middle East for some reason. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I've always thought that if, if I cannot go, uh, I mean, I, I would still like to go sometime to the, to the Middle East, but, but if I cannot go, at least I can pray and uh, I can give. I mean, we're not rich and, and Mexico is not a, a rich country, but the Lord has given, given us more than enough. So every time I, I like this brother from Indonesia or, uh, or, uh, I was on, I was, uh, that, uh, Tuesday on, uh, on, a, on, a, on, a, on this ABT, uh, meeting with the group that's going there. Uh, and Kingdom Channels. Every time I hear from something like this, I'm really, really excited. I, I, I have them in my prayers. Um, like even, even Royden there. I don't know if he's still here, but his son also going somewhere, um, there. So, uh, every time I hear something like this, I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited. And, uh, I just, in my prayers, it's, it's a big part of, of, uh, just praying for these brothers and for the people there and, um, uh, yeah, helping in any way if, if I cannot go. So, um, yeah. And, uh, the way how we met, uh, brother Joe was because of that interest, you know, in, in missions and, uh, Bible translation. And, uh, that's how he came to, to my house. Um, so that's our perspective. Um, um, of course, here in Mexico, as I said, there's a lot of needs still. Most population are still Catholic. Uh, and they don't, I mean, they, they really don't know about the Lord. I mean, it, being Catholic here in Mexico is just like being an atheist, basically. Uh, and, uh, well, not only Catholics, but we, we have a lot of indigenous groups. We have a lot of needs here. Currently, my wife and I are learning sign language also. Um, uh, there are a lot of, I mean, uh, probably not a lot, but, uh, uh, the, the population of, of deaf people all over the world is, is, uh, is a neglected, um, uh, segment of society. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a shame that, uh, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses have a big ministry for them. They've actually, uh, uh, put, uh, Bible studies and Bible verses for deaf people in sign language on video on, on, uh, on websites. And, uh, basically no, no effort has been made from any, uh, from a lot of, um, of, uh, evangelical or less to say Anabaptist to, 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 to share the gospel with them or at least make friends with them. So we have different, yeah, like we don't know exactly where the Lord is leading us, but we just want to serve him here in Mexico. At the moment where we are at, just be faithful with our little children. We have two children, um, a four-year-old girl and a two-year-old boy. And uh, be faithful in the little things and uh, be faithful here in Mexico. And uh, yeah, eventually if there's an open door for for another thing, for even a different country, I'm open for that. But uh, in the meantime, that's our perspectives. Uh, and uh, yeah, my, my wife is here with me. Uh, she doesn't speak English either, but she wanted to be here. 
And, uh, yeah, I'm thankful that my parents are here also. And, uh, I didn't know, I just wanted to mention at last, I didn't know, uh, Brian told me yesterday that, uh, this is a podcast that people listen to in different parts of the world. So I didn't know that. That was really interesting. That was a blessing for me. Um, and yeah, just, I just want to conclude by saying again that the Lord has been good to me been good to to my family we don't we don't deserve it um but but he he's the light and uh he's shown us his light and he's given us the power to follow it and uh, we're still learning we're still learning a lot of things we probably have a long way to go but uh yeah we're really thankful and and we just want to follow him and serve him in any way we can and uh also part of the uh, of what I was talking with Brian part of this is not only being an encouragement if I can to any one of you that are here but I would also like to connect with other brothers like even in here in Mexico there may be someone else you know that we can get a hold of but uh, um my wife knows I'm really um uh, I don't know if say sociable but I I really like to to get in contact with a lot of people so um, I guess that would be basically it. And, uh, uh, thank you again. And I just want to praise God. And, uh, I guess I'm going to hand it to Brian. Thank you so much, Josue, for, for sharing your story, for your struggles, um, for those ways that, that God has, has worked in your life. And, and as I meet people from, all different walks, I see God working in their lives. And, uh, and that's because God's a, a God that is not willing that any would perish, but that all become to repentance and live. Um, so that's, that's touching and very exciting. Very exciting. So I'll be, I'll open it up here shortly for some questions, but I have all kinds of questions running through my mind. Um, one thing you, you mentioned your interest there in sign language and, um, and I, I believe there's, is it 800 different sign languages in the world? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, when I started learning, my, my wife started uh, before me and, and then I saw it was, it was good. So I, I joined her learning and, um, yeah, I thought at first it was universal, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> every yeah, single it, country, every, or at least every single uh, uh, piece of uh, land has its own language. So it's, yeah. that's challenging. Yeah. 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 That was, that's very, um, they're, uh, they're unreached people group, really. Uh, I mean, yeah, ways, they so. are. Yeah. Just like <laughs> yeah. any other people group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, God bless you with that. That's a way that we can reach out to those who are underserved. And really, um, just, uh, maybe in some ways, uh, looked at as, looked at as outcasts of society. Um, so God bless you as you serve the people in that, in that way. That's really beautiful. Um, and then, uh, so back to Mike Adnip. So you were quite young when all this was happening because you went to, you moved to Mexico City after that, right? So this is, I think you said maybe, uh, I was looking here on your, at your description, possibly 15 years old. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, actually, actually 15, not possibly. Yeah, I, I, I was 15 at the moment. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, 
And you said his website. I, I didn't even know. Now I know him like at, at no, per, personally. Have you met him personally this way? No, I, okay. I, 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 I have some pictures from him. But, sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. I was interesting. I was just reading an article by him this morning. Oh, right. On, on plain news where he was writing against uh, the dangers of nationalism. Um, and it's a really good article. So, um, maybe we need to post it somewhere where people can see if, or just go to plain news. Uh, I'm sure it's on there. But yeah, um, so yeah, he's, he's a, he's a powerful writer and, uh, I've met him several times. Um, so yeah, good brother. But yeah, what, what is his website? I do, I didn't even know. Um, well, actually his website is, is in uh, English, Spanish and, and French, I think. Okay. So the one I, I came across is, uh, the Spanish website, which, um, in Spanish it was, um, it is, um, El Cristianismo Primitivo.com, which means uh, BrotherChristianity.com. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Interesting. Sure. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, he's a he's a, a brother who has a deep deep burden for the for the kingdom. So that's that's very very interesting. <clears throat> um. So I, I'm curious about your congregation there. Can you tell us a little bit about that? How um. Are most of you are most of you Mexicans, or is it a mix of of, of Mexicans and, and Americans, or, or what does that look like? And then maybe also with that, um, is, is in what ways are are you kind of reaching out or or sharing your your faith there? Uh, what does that look like? Uh, are you more of just a a kingdom community, kind of living living there and being a witness? Just in your lives, or do you have some intentional ways or ministries of, of that you're reaching out in, into the surrounding community? I'm just kind of curious what that looks like with your with your church community. Sure, sure. Yeah, actually, uh, it's not most of us; it's all of us are Mexicans. Okay. Um, yeah, um, um, we had for several years. Uh, American brothers here, but, uh, uh, living and also just, uh, visiting and, and traveling back and forth. Um, it's been several years though since, since, uh, we haven't had a, I mean, we, we have a lot of contact, you know, like over the phone or, or like this type of, uh, interactions like what we're doing. But especially with the COVID thing and all that, it's been more, a little more difficult. It's, it's, I mean, it's not impossible, but it's, it's a little more difficult to travel and all that, I guess. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're all Mexicans. Um, um, we are all, uh, I would say, uh, uh first generation and a Baptist. So okay. even though many of us come from, uh, like already evangelical language, uh, evangelical, uh, uh, churches, not all of us, but, uh, several um and yeah at some point uh the the main way at some point we were reaching out was uh, preaching, preaching with signs in the streets um mainly like uh looking for places where there were a lot of people like mm-hmm. cars and and uh intersection roads and uh, also uh parades or, or stuff like that um, um, as time has been going by, um, 
we've we've seen that it's it i mean it's it's a good method for for uh being really straightforward but sometimes it's not <clears throat> it's not probably the best way to do it sometimes you know um so um it's not i mean it's not that i'm against it actually there's a brother that came uh, uh to know the lord that way mm. but um but yeah it was not really like uh working a lot for one thing and um and also at some point it was something like uh we were all doing and and going together and uh, um i think i i don't i don't want to I think we we don't want to put pressure on on other brothers to do what what uh what uh you are doing, you know? Like if I'm doing this, I want to call someone and hey, come with me. Well, if it's an invitation, that's okay, but if it becomes like uh like okay, he has to do it. Uh he probably doesn't want to go this time, but he has to do it. It becomes a burden. So it was it was probably a little bit like that. And so as of right now, uh, what I've been doing, especially me and my wife, um, well, what, what the church overall is, is more like what you said, more like a kingdom community, just living here together and, and, uh, and that, just like that, being a testimony. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and I, we, we have, what we have been doing is invite people over to our house. We have neighbors. Wonderful. And, uh, we invite them. My, my wife, uh, probably, uh, uh, prepares something i mean not necessarily something special but maybe sometimes she does and uh, something simple we invite them over we just develop friendship for the most part and in that friendship we try to share the gospel you know we like we have uh, at least we have here in our in our neighborhood we have at least three families that uh we have been doing this with with them and uh at least two of them we've we've already had uh, with two of, out of those three, we've already had like a Bible study. I mean, it's probably not a formal with a formal curriculum or anything, just opening the Bible and asking them, well, what do you see here? You know, and sharing with them a little bit and praying together, singing one, one or two songs together with, with their children. I mean, they have children also. And, uh, and yeah, that's probably what we're doing as of now. Sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, trying to, well, there's a brother here that, um, it's actually, he's actually not here. He's actually three hours away from us, but let's say he, he kind of belongs to the congregation, but sure. he's, he's more intentional about more than, more than evangelism. He's really intentional about, um, uh, helping people like sick people, mm. uh, poor people, widows, orphans. And there are plenty of that as well. I mean, here in Tlaxcala, it's probably not as much as in his uh, place, in his town. For some reason, his town is a little uh, more rural than ours. We're a little urban. So here, a lot of people have like middle class, you know, lives. But uh, over there, yeah, a lot of poor people. So that's what he's doing. So, it's yeah, it's different. But um, at least in, in my wife and, and I, that's what we're doing. And, um, I still went to, to preach on the street one time, actually. Um, I went last Sunday. Um, but it was more like handing out tracts and, uh, trying to talk to people more than street preaching. But yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Very interesting this way. Yeah. I, I, um, 
I really like that the the idea of using your your home um, as a as an embassy, right? As a way to show forth the kingdom of God and using hospitality. I think that's that's really um, at the core of of Christianity and and ways to reach out. So God bless you all with that. That's really really neat. Okay, well, I'm going to open it up here um, for anyone else to ask a brother a question. Yeah, brother, it was really, really good to uh, hear your, your testimony again. And um, yeah, I kind of can see that you have many gifts and um we want to give you you support and um, to use them. Uh, I was I was thinking about about the many Catholic people and just how you find them. Um, are they are they shrugging it off and just agreeing with what you're saying? We all serve one God and we're not that different. Or, or do you find them? Um, you can actually engage in, in good conversations. Um, or, or how, how do you find that? Like, you probably know the, the Catholic teaching and their ways, whatever, very, like, you probably know them very well. So, uh, yeah, having, having grown up in Mexico, I, I've had a lot of, a lot of conversations with, with Catholic people, and, and it seems that very often they they would say, "Yeah, well, you know, you, you serve where you are, and I serve where I am, and we serve the same God." And that's about as far as they wanted to talk about it. How, how do you find it? Yeah, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, um, a lot of people here. Um, actually, if you go like to, to little towns, they will be really, really stubborn on their, on their being Catholic. But like in the, in the cities, like here in Tlaxcala, there, it's not that way. I mean, they are, they are probably a little open to other things, but they, yeah, many of them do take that approach that you're talking about. Like, okay, you're, okay, that's, that's your way of serving God. This is my way of serving God and we're both okay. And, uh, thank you, but I'm fine, you know. Um, um, however, um, um, you know, like, uh, like for, for example, we, we have another, another family that uh, we're really close friends with. They are not Christians. Um, um, our church helped this lady, um, um, move. It's a lady and, uh, actually her husband was, was in jail or is in jail. And, uh, so she moved here to Tlaxcala in the meantime while he's there. And, uh, she has two, two daughters and they are really stubborn and on their religion. But since we've helped them and we've made friends with, with them, uh, you know, it's been, it's been probably three years, three or four years since they got to Tlaxcala. And actually it was, it was another family from our church that helped them. It was not us. And they helped them move and they helped them find a house and and all of that. And, and we've been kind of friends for three years and nothing had come up 
from that. And every time we wanted to mention the gospel, they would like say, no. But, you know, uh, a few weeks ago, uh, we invited uh, we invited this lady over with her daughters and uh, she opened up a lot. And uh, she started asking questions, you know, why my wife wears a covering? Um, uh, why why we, we, we don't baptize baptize uh, children, you know? And, uh, uh, why we, why I, I, she said, well, you guys agree with the Trinity, right? Um, I said, yes. And so, um, little by little. So yeah, maybe as you, as you try to make friends and, and also as you try to find some common ground, like the Trinity and things, and then you say, okay, but now this is what, what Jesus also taught, you know, and probably not everyone is going to react the same way, you know, like, this this other family that we're visiting with uh they they're a little bit more open um so i guess it all it all depends but um yeah maybe sometimes uh you have to stir up a little the water you know and 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 try to shake them from from that but maybe sometimes just being patient and as time goes by they will eventually open up a little more i don't know i mean i i don't i don't have the answer but I'm just talking about what I've seen, you know. Yeah, good Thank morning, you. Brother Josue. I uh, really enjoyed your uh, testimony this morning, and I enjoyed uh, being able to, to to meet you in this way anyways. <laughs> um, I uh, Yeah, I have somewhat of a, a, a couple questions, I guess, on... Uh, on like effective, uh, uh, I don't know, witnessing or discipleship through, you know, through online means or whatever. Um, so you mentioned that like Mike at Mike Atnip and, uh, the church at Monette and how they were effective in, uh, in, in your church, uh, starting up your church and so on. So I, I uh, know a number of different brothers in Brazil that were uh that came to know Christ uh, in a deeper way through them as well. Uh so they have some information in Portuguese as well. Um I I I so so yeah, a number of uh families in Brazil that have gotten to uh, get together as a church uh from the ministry there of the church at Manette. So it seems to me that they're doing something effective in reaching people, Mexico, Brazil, through without really going there with, uh, you know, from from the Internet, from uh, maybe their website. And so, like, in what way were they instrumental in starting the church there in Plaxcala of of bringing you on to, you know, some of like where you are today? Sure. Yeah, actually, when when I came across uh, the Church of Monet, they didn't have a, a a website at the moment. It was Mike Mike Adnett's website, and uh, and but they learned. I mean, I, I told them that I came across Mike Adnett's, and so they they saw the material and say, "Well, it's it's really good material. Uh, uh, we can create even our own website, you know, as well." <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, yeah, that's interesting. What you mentioned about the, the yeah, I, I still have contact with some of the brothers in Brazil. 
um, yeah, I think um, there's actually a church that is under the umbrella of Church of Monet, and that are that are like scattered families here and there. That are uh, a few others that uh, are, I think, part of a Mennonite church or something. But yeah, I think most of these people uh, came across um, uh, Church of Monet's website, and that's how they they uh, they they uh, started. So yeah, as far as here in Tlaxcala. Actually, uh, it was this family. It was, um, it was Marcus and Monica Rohr, the ones that came here actually to, to live with us and teach us how to live and teach us what Christianity looks like. Um, they had four children at the moment. Right now they, they're, they're back to Moneda and they have 12. So there was more, more close interaction at that point in time. But while that was taking place, they started developing their website. And yes, you're right. Um, I think uh, one tool that that helps a lot is this Finder or this. Um, uh, I'm not really a lot into into it, uh, but uh, this um, it's a tool that lets you know, as the owner of the of the website, how many people and from what countries are visiting your website, like per day. So that kind of you, kind of gives you like a flag, you know, like, oh, this this group of people is really interested in visiting our website, you know, and uh, probably paying attention to it. And yeah, what what what, what our website looks like is um, it's very simple. It just has like different uh, tags. And uh, we tried to include sermons, books and uh, articles, articles written by different people like McAdney, Peter Hoover or any kind of people uh that are short but they're challenging and and they're like uh they 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 start make you thinking you know and like oh i have never thought about this and um um also sermons sermons um uh, that are also yeah challenging that are really straightforward and uh go to the point and uh and books, like different books on, on PDF or something. Uh, so that's, that's, uh, and of course the, uh, the invitation, like saying something, it's just something like, uh, if you, if you want a, a missionary or a pastor to visit with you or, or talk to you, just type key or something, you know? So, um, I guess that's how, how it is. And, uh, yeah, for some reason it's been more appealing to, to, uh, Latin America. Um, I mean, there is also we have a church in Colombia also. So it's I mean, for some reason, it's uh, I don't know, but it's uh, and I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know exactly how, why, but uh, I mean, the Lord knows why. But but, yeah, that's that's what I can tell you. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, by the way, I'm so sorry. Can I ask a question as well? <laughs> <laughs> you sure may. <laughs> uh, wh- what are you, Paul? I, I think I've, I've, I've seen you and, uh, and, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right now we are, uh, we are traveling uh, about two hours for church. So we are tra- meeting with a, a group of, uh, brothers in Buffalo, New York, which is a city about two hours from here. So, so right now we are kind of by ourselves here where we live. But we travel about two hours for church. Okay. So it's a, yeah, it's a small group in Buffalo that we we meet with on Sundays. Sure. And um, Paul is is uh, 
is a brother who who loves theology, cares deeply about that. Um, his wife is from Brazil, right, Paul? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so he was uh, has served in Brazil some and has met his wife um, there, and uh, and I think you you would have grew up Amish, mm-hmm. and then transitioned into the Pentecostal world, and then back into the the, the Anabaptist Kingdom Christian world. So fascinating story. What had Paul on sometime and have you share your story sometime, Paul? That would be really, really great. <clears throat> uh, fascinating story of God's work, amazing ways his life. So, yeah. Very well. We're, we're at the top of the hour or the bottom of the next hour here. So already <clears throat> time, time flies here really fast, doesn't it? Um, I've really, really enjoyed our time here this morning with you, Brother Josue. Make sure you tell your, your wife hello, um, as well. And also, um, your sure. parents. Thank, thank them for being on, uh, this morning. Sure. Both of them probably, um, understood very little, but you can thank them for us and that and wish <laughs> them God's blessing. Sure. Um, or, um, one. So anybody else have a question here for our brother before we, we, we wrap up here? I have a question. Yes, Patrick. You were you referred it to any Baptist Christian Kingdom Fellowship. Is that exclusive? Can you only get to the Kingdom of God through the Anabaptist? I'm stirring something up. Sorry. <laughs> um, I hear a well, lot of exclusivity. I'm not asking the moderator. I, no, I'm not asking you, the speaker. I'm asking the moderator because he made okay. that statement. So it seems like there's a definition. You know, you have to be anti-Baptist to be in the kingdom of God. And I'm afraid that sounds weird outside this video chat. I understand it. I'm just asking a question. Bye. Thank you, Patrick. I, I do not believe that you have to be Anabaptist to be in the kingdom of God. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah. I'm curious, do you all refer to yourselves as, as Anabaptist there, Josue, or, or in what way? To, how do you talk about yourselves? Yeah, well, for the most part, just Christians, but, but, yeah. but yes, we, we do, uh, we do hold highly the Anabaptists and, uh, mm-hmm. we refer to them really often. Sure. And like, I have a, a, a Baptist, uh, Reformed Baptist friend. And when he asks about doctrine, uh, our doctrine, um, uh, I, I mean, I like to get into deep talk with him, but like a, a shorter way to just tell him what we believe is, well, sure. we're Anabaptists, you know, <laughs> so. Or, at least that type of tradition, you know. A reason I just I'm trying to get in a truck as I do things. I'm a multitasker. And recently I've been thinking about this and I wonder if we should be early early believers kingdom people because that's um, the thrust of most of these people are, is we're following the early church. Yeah. So we're following the historical faith. So would we not be historical faith? And I'm splitting hairs here. Sorry about that. But <laughs> would we be historical faith kingdom yeah. followers? Yeah. Thank you. Amen, brother. I like it. And I, I think that's the desire of, I know it's your desire, Patrick. And, um, 
I appreciate that. And I think that's all I desire, really. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Very well. Okay. Well, um, I think we're going to close here. One question I have for you, Josue, yet is how can us here in the North, um, you know, a lot of us here have a ton of, um, of, of opportunities or really have a ton of resources. How can we help you there in, in, um, and I'm not thinking, I'm not saying, I'm not thinking financial. <laughs> we, we have a lot of that too. And that could include this. That's not what I'm thinking, but how can we, um, uh, be a blessing for kingdom Christianity in, in Mexico and, and, and in, the, in that region? Is, is there ways that we can help you? Um, yeah. Um, well, it's it's a blessing that you ask because, uh, I mean, the Church of Monet has been really supportive to us. But other than that, uh, we're just basically left alone. So um, <laughs> so it was a real blessing to get to know Joe Root and uh, some of the brothers from ABT as well, uh, knowing that we're not alone in this, you know. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know exactly how to answer your question. I mean, there are a lot of needs, both for, um, us as church and, and, and Christians. And there are a lot of needs for our people, for Mexican people, you know? Um, I guess that just simple ways, uh, just like this, you know, like I've, I've been in contact with you or, or with, uh, just, um, um, sending a message once in a while, you know, saying hi and maybe sharing something. I mean, that's, that's a real blessing. That's more than that, that, um, that has a deeper, uh, value than uh, sending financial help, you know, <laughs> uh, for me. And, uh, just, uh, yeah, see how you're, uh, involved in, 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 uh, in reaching people and in, in, uh, living your faith. For me, that's a blessing, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about Brother Brian because that's whom I, I've had contact with, but I, I don't mean to say that he's the only one that's doing this. Uh, yeah, any one of you can, can send a, a message or, I mean, I've been in contact with Brother Joe a lot also and Brother Ryden as well, but any of you can send a message of encouragement or whatever. Yeah. I mean, sure. I don't know, a sermon or, something mm -hmm. and uh of course you can visit visit with us whenever you want to and whenever you can <laughs> you're okay. more than welcome <laughs> sure and uh yeah at, at least for me uh like the um the um the learning about things like abt and kingdom channels for me that's a blessing that's an encouragement and I think Patrick's met, is mentioning some websites. Yeah. And uh, Brian yeah. shared with me a few websites or one website from that is in Spanish as well. We have, you know, we have very few resources in Spanish sure. that are like Anabaptist. Just like just some time ago, I, I was on, on uh, watching Charlton's, Charlton's talk on his curriculum in, that he used in Uganda from creation to new creation. Uh, for me, that was really interesting. And, and I thought, well, that would be something good in Spanish, you know, 
we don't have a lot of resources. So, but yeah, any, any, any message of encouragement. And if there's anyone that speaks Spanish and wants to do something, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Hey, not to be rude, I was trying to get you the uh, Sound Faith channel, which is something that our church is doing, and they have a few messages in Spanish, and they need some encouragement, motivation um, to do more. They're trying to get that together, so the more the need, the more the motivation. Thank you, Patrick. Can you give him them websites, and if you want a link into the historical faith um, website so you can study, and it's not in Spanish, I don't believe. Uh, I'll pay for that for you for a year. That way you can study some more if you want. But if you're like me and you get too much head knowledge, I'll just send you the money. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Patrick. (laughs) I appreciate that. Um, Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, and you're right, Patrick. Thanks for that pointing that out to that that website or the the, the the talks and stuff that some of these brothers are trying to do in Spanish. That's that's great. I'll make sure Josue gets that. Appreciate that. Okay, well we we better wrap things up here. Thanks for sharing being here this morning, Josue, and sharing. Um, if anybody would like Josue's uh, contact information, feel free to message one of us as, as the admin, and we'll be happy to pass that on to you. Um, and uh, brother Royden. Uh, could you just close this time in prayer, please? Sure, let's pray. <clears throat> Father, we we're so grateful to to uh, to be uh, followers of you and and the many blessings that we receive through that. Yes, Lord. We thank you so much, Father, for for each brother um, that has been on here and. Um, that we can work together in this way and be encouraged and just just pray, Father, for uh, Brother Josue and the the big work in Mexico, especially mm. Mexico City. Father, I pray that that you would open up doors to yes, to uh, mm. yeah, just uh, reach more people and bring out the gospel in, mm. in the Spanish language. Father, yes. I pray that you would help us to to be there for Josue and and uh, um, yeah, give us give us uh, um, wisdom to to uh, um, yeah, bring material and um, help us to to uh, be there for him. Father, I just pray your blessing on. And each brother here for this day. Pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 All right. Well, Lord willing, two weeks from now we'll gather. Um, Bill Shiley uh, will be sh- will be sharing on. He's a single brother from Chambersburg Christian Fellowship, uh, and he'll be serving on. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> the specific title is Singlehood: A Calling to Be Stewarded. So, Lord willing, we'll see you here in two weeks. Grace and peace. As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend.